Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chatting About God. Now, today's episode, a lot of people have been waiting for this episode. And um, before I get into the topic, I'm just going to tell you that I've worked, um, I've tried to find a lot of information about this topic uh, because there are a lot of people who say different things about this. And I try to get you what other pastors have said. And, and before I just blur out what they have said, I wanted to make sure that it was really in the Bible and it was really scriptural. So um, the topic that I'm talking about is heaven. And I know a lot of my students are awaiting for this episode about heaven. And they want to know what it is. Um, you know... Honestly, I always tell them I don't know what it is. I've never been there, um, so I don't know what heaven is like. I only know through the books that I've read and, of course, reading through the Bible and hearing other um, pastors speak about it. But there's one thing that I know, that before I became a Christian, I was always afraid of dying. You know, like I would be scared, like if all... um, you know, I, I, I don't know what would happen. I'd be scared to die. But honestly, to tell you the truth now, if, you know, if God wanted to take me now for whatever reason, I would not be afraid at all because I know as a fact that I'm going to heaven and I will be living there for eternity with God and with Jesus and I have nothing to worry about because um, in the Bible they do t- it does tell us that we won't have any more we won't have any more um, fears we won't have any more sickness we won't feel any more pain any more suffering so all those things will be gone okay this is a uh, Revelation twenty one four. It says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. So basically, once we die, all the pain is gone, because all the pain and death are results of our sin. But once we die, we won't have any more sin. We'll go to heaven. And our true freedom is being in heaven. Now, what is heaven? A lot of people ask me, what is heaven? Is it a place? Is it only only a state of mind that people think they're somewhere? Or, or what is it? From what I know, from what I've read, I know heaven is a place. And hell is also a place. It's a real, they're real places. They're not just a state of mind or, you know, what you think about where you are going to be. It's a real place. And what it is, is when your present body, your flesh body is gone, and that's gone, right? Your your spiritual body is awakened. It's resurrected. And once it's resurrected, you have a new body in heaven. And you will be a, another person there in heaven. 
and you will be doing things you will be working you will you will be reuniting with your loved ones who who were believers and you will have things to do you will have assignments based on what how you were trusted and how much you cared and and worshiped God here those are the things that will happen to you in heaven so basically how you treat people here and how you served people here and how you served God here those will all be the things the rewards that you will get in heaven okay not i know a lot of people say oh but i thought that um in the new testament you don't have to it's it's by you know by grace and not by by what you do that you get into heaven yes that's true well god gave us you know his, his grace and he um he's he's given us so you know all the mercy that we need and and to forgive us for all our sins but he also wants us to do good and it's not because you're doing good that you'll earn any rewards but because we love God and we love Jesus that we want to do good for him we want to do good because we want him to know that our hearts are like his you know Jesus was a very loving person he never did anything bad he was pure he was he was he never sinned so when we love God we want to act like him we want to act like Jesus we want to serve people the way Jesus served you know Jesus washed his disciples feet and he's he 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 cooked for them now what master would do that for their disciples right for their students not many teachers would even do things for their students nowadays that i mean i'm a teacher so i know there are teachers who won't even touch their kids or they're like oh no he has a bloody nose send him to the nurse immediately you know they don't they don't even want to touch the kid so as so for jesus to wash his disciples feet and to cook for them it's it's you know it, it's really um heartwarming to know that if we we are like him and we start acting like him and serving other people the way Jesus helped his um served his disciples then we will get those rewards in heaven okay we will we will come in front of God one day and we will only give an account of our own doings not other people do do what other people do and other people's doings only our own account of our own lives and what we've done So basically God is is telling us that life here is a preparation for us to get to heaven. Okay? So he wants us to practice here how to be loving and kind so that when we go to heaven and be in heaven forever, we we will know how to act when we're there. Because in heaven everything is peaceful, everything is calm. You know, there's no drug dealers, there's no homeless people, there's no murderers. Everybody is fine. Everybody there's no more pain, no more suffering, nothing. All right? So, and basically, um people ask me, what is it like there? Well, I don't know. I can't tell you, but it's indescribable. It's indescribable because even in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9, Paul even said, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So, we can't imagine him. 
like on TV, we may see how heaven, you know, has all that fogginess and we're all dressed in white and we look like angels. We have wings and, and we're floating on clouds, right? And we're playing a harp. These are just images. And if you think that is nice, just think of it as like a million times better. That's how heaven would be. It's just indescribable. We can't we can't possibly know how to describe it because it's basically so so good. And and heaven is never ever ever going to be boring. And and all the the pain, the sorrow, the abuse, the violence, everything that we see here on earth will be gone. All right? So that's the good part about heaven. That's what I I I, I like about heaven. And um in John in the book of John chapter 14 verse 2 to 3 this is what Jesus says about heaven my father's house has many rooms if that were not so would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am so Jesus is telling us that his father, God, our father, is preparing a mansion for us that has many rooms. And he's going to take us there. And when when we, when God comes, when Jesus comes to take us back to heaven, and he's going he's gonna to bring us there. And we're going to have our own house. We're going to all, you know, we're going to live a life like the way we do here, but better. A hundred million times better. Okay, so that's that's what um, the Bible says. Now, so it's a permanent place, basically. It's a permanent place that'll last forever. Once we're there, we'll stay there for eternity, and we'll be reunited with everybody who who loved who loves Jesus. And um, it'll be a big reunion when when you go there. You're gonna you're gonna see your family who have accepted Christ and um, we're going to be doing work and you're going to be doing work that you actually like. Okay. Not work like here where you're always grumpy and you're always um, complaining about this and that. It'll be work that you actually enjoy and um, you will like doing it. So in, in heaven, some people have said different things, I'm, but it's not scriptural so I'm not going to even even mention it but I've read some things by by uh, an author and I don't think it's scriptural so I'm not going to even um, say it but this one is so um, this one is by an author called Randy Alcorn he wrote the book Heaven and he says that he believes that we're going to regularly feast in heaven because it does mention it many times. And, and if you look in, in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 11, feasting involves celebration and fun. It's profoundly rational. Okay, so um, so in Matthew, chapter 8, 11, it tells us that we feast a lot. All right. And well, that was the quote of um, Randy Alcorn. But in chapter 8, verse 11, you will see that God tells us we do, we do feast a lot. And um, we do, there are many places where Jesus feasted with his disciples as well. If you recall, um, the Last Supper, 
that was a big feast, right? So let me let me just turn to Matthew 8:11 just to to read it to you so that you hear the Bible the speaking to you personally. All right. So it says here in in Matthew 8 verse 11 And I tell you this that many gentiles will come from all over the world from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. So that tells us that everybody is going to come together and they're going to feast in the kingdom of heaven. So that we know we're going to have a lot of feasts. So people who love to eat, you're going to eat a lot in heaven. All right? So now um One other thing that it says that I'm going to read from Colossians um chapter 3 verse 1 since you have been raised to new life with Christ set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand so basically a lot of people think that you know I told you I mentioned earlier that we're going to be an angel we cannot become angels and and I'll do another um episode about angels once i find all the information and the and make sure it's scriptural before i i tell you but uh, all i know is we we are not angels humans once they die they do not become an angel we do not get wings what an angel is an angel is a spirit that god has i guess um he's um made right so he he um he, he made these angels and these angels are to protect us So we have angels around us all the time. You probably have one right looking right at you right now. And your angel is always there if you need help or if you need protection. So one if as soon as you pray, your angels start to work. And like I said, I'm going to get into the another topic. I'll I'll have another episode on angels where you will see that as soon as you start praying, angels will start working. They're actually waiting for you. I mean, they're actually probably bored when you don't pray. When you don't pray, your angels are sitting next to you and looking at you with a down face like, "Hello, say something to me. Pray so I can get to work." You know, so if you pray, your angels will go to work and and they will go and and help you. and help you with whatever you do. And the same with Jesus. Jesus will help you. If you don't pray, Jesus is like, "Oh gosh, I'm waiting for this person to ask me and he's not asking me." All right? So that's that's what it is. So, um now I got off track. Now I'm talking about angels. Okay, so let's get back on right on track and tell you about heaven. So, I just read you the Colossians 3 chapter uh chapter 3 verse 1, right? That that Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Now, heaven is where God lives, right? And he rules from there. So we know that. We know that God God is the God almighty. He's he's the father of everybody and he's the father of heaven, father of earth. So he he is the his kingdom is heaven. And king in heaven is really a real place. It's not a state of mind like I said. Because if you look in in Matthew chapter um 6 verse 20, it says that we're storing up treasures in heaven, right? So now, if we're storing up treasures, we can't store up treasures if it's not a place. We only store treasures in a place like we store it in our homes, we store it, you know, in a in a chest, in a box. So it has to be a place. 
So you can't store up treasures if it's not a place. So if we're storing them up in heaven, then it must be a place. And heaven is designed for you and designed for me because God created it for us, right? When he first created earth, he had already created, he thought about heaven for us as well. All right, so um, those are what I know, that's what I know about heaven. Now, how will we get to heaven? Well, in order to get to heaven, we have to change the way our value system works here. Now, once you have accepted Jesus into your life and you you know who God is, you're going to want to do good. You're not going to want to continue sinning because once the Holy Spirit is, is living in you, he won't allow you to do that. You'll have such bad conscience on you that you won't want to go back to all those sins that you've performed in the past, okay? So, but you also have to be have to know what those distractions are and what those temptations are so that you don't be distracted. If you remember in my episode about the mind and 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 praying and you know just just know about depression that it's all in the mind it's all in your feelings so you have to remember to focus your mind and change the way you think and never be discouraged if you have any trouble because just remember that here we have we will we will have trouble right because we're in a human body but don't let the trouble bother you because you know what trouble doesn't last it won't last because you know that if you're going to be in heaven when you leave this place here on earth, then why would you even think about your troubles? Because what's going to last is eternity. And you're not going to be here for eternity. Your eternity is going to be in heaven. So just look forward to heaven and all your troubles will go away. You won't even think about your troubles. Because if you trust God, you have faith in God, and you look to heaven, then things will be well. You won't even have your sadness, your depression, all your hopelessness, those will all be gone. So basically, just focus your thoughts. Remember to focus your thoughts. That's that's the main thing. All right, so I'm just going to end. Um, these are the things basically of what I know heaven is to be. So if you want to get into heaven, basically you, you have to do good. You have to help other people. You have to you have to give, okay? It's always better to give than to receive. And I always tell my students this. Um, you know, like around Christmas, we always want to get, 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 right? We want to see, oh, what are you getting me? What are you getting me? But I understand this with children. It's difficult for them to understand the the not the the thing about giving. But giving is so much more. When you give and you see how people are not are no longer in pain, they're no longer suffering, or they're when you give somebody something, they're so happy. That feeling is is indescribable. So when you when you give, you actually feel better. You feel good about it than to receive. When you receive you sometimes I would feel guilty like oh my gosh this person must have spent a lot of money on this or you know this person must have spent a lot of time you know making this and I actually feel guilty a lot of times when people give me things but when I give 
to others and I, I see the smiles on their face. I see how happy they are or if it takes some of their pain or their suffering away. I, I, feel, I feel joyous. I, I, I'm, I feel joy. So going to heaven, God tells us, if you do all those things, you will get your rewards in heaven. And, and God will have assignments for us. Believe me, we're not going to be bored in heaven. We're going to have things to do. We're going to have work to do. We're going to continue, continue fulfilling our, our plan, the plans that God has for us. We will not, it will not end once we die here and we leave our flesh, you know, fleshy bodies here. So, um, I'm just going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to end with some scriptures for you about heaven and um, I'm sorry this is all I know about heaven. I don't want to give you too many things to imagine when it's not really scriptural. You know, it's not in the Bible. I'm not going to tell you. Um, I know a lot of preachers, a lot of authors have said a lot of things. They're going to say, you know, like, but I, I don't want to get into that. One thing I know is that children will be in heaven. Now, children of all ages when they die, they will will immediately go to heaven, even if they have not accepted Christ through with the salvation prayer, because as children, they don't know how to accept. So God takes all children in. That's one thing that I've known and I, I've read in, in the Bible, that God receives all children. So children will go there automatically. But once you're an adult, you have to receive Jesus in your life in order to go to heaven. So um, in, in Revelations 22, verse 1 to 5, this is what heaven will be like. Just to give you a glimpse, just to imagine what heaven will look like. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will, will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. All right, so that's, just imagine the rivers, right? The water, bright as crystal, and there's never nighttime in heaven. Heaven is always bright and beautiful, all right? So you can imagine that. Um, which one? Okay, here, in Revelation 21, verses 22 to 27. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God of the Almighty, the Lord God, the Almighty and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. They will bring into it the glory of and the honor of nations. 
Okay, and it goes on. And the 12 gates were 12 pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, transparent as glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God Almighty. Okay, and it repeats there from what I just read. So that's a, a glimpse of heaven. The streets of gold, right, are pure gold, transparent as glass. Wouldn't you want to be there? I would want to be there. I would love to see that, right? But now God tells you one thing in Revelation 21, 27. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who, who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. So, boys and girls and everybody listening, you you won't be able to enter the gates of heaven unless your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And the Lamb's book of life is what we see, you know, in the movies where God is holding up a book and to see if your name is in it, he goes through it, right? And your your name will be written in it once you accept Jesus into your life. So, boys and girls and everyone else listening I encourage you to say the salvation prayer and to accept Jesus into your life I will have that prayer next and just know trust him his promises are are everywhere in the Bible and if you trust him he will lead your path he will lead you out of that path of darkness and destruction and on to a path of light and righteousness. Trust me. If you don't trust anybody else, at least trust me. I'm your teacher. So I, I wouldn't tell you these things if I didn't truly believe it. All right. So boys and girls and everybody else who's listening, I want to encourage you to say the prayer and um, just trust me and, and trust God. Trust God that he will work things out for your good and and things will be well so um if i find any more passages in the in the bible about heaven i will do another episode about heaven but so far that's what i know and um and and heaven's gonna be beautiful and um one day i look i i I will look forward to meeting you in heaven and um and welcoming you to heaven and uh and like I told some of my students, they're like, oh, will I see you in heaven? I said, well, I'll probably be waiting for you at, at, at the gate. So, um, and they've also asked me, will I look different? I said, I'm hoping I won't look different. I don't know whether we'll be old, depending on how old we die. Some books say that you are usually in your mid, you know, middle-aged. So if you, if you die old, you'll still be middle-aged. I don't know. That's not... Um, you know, it's not really stated in, in, in the Bible that says that. So, but that's what authors have told me. And my students asked me, well, what would I look like? You know, what would they look like if, if they, I said, it depends. I don't, I don't really know. I've never been to heaven, but I, I do know that there will be no pain, no sorrow. So that's, that's the main thing. That's the main point. All right. So everybody, um, next is the salvation prayer. And, um, I hope you say it, if you do say it, and you do receive Christ into your life, let me know some way or the other. Comment, give me a comment so that I can rejoice with you and congratulate you on your journey with God. 
Thank you and God bless you. I love you all. Okay, so here's the salvation prayer. So repeat after me. I'll stop after each line and you can repeat after me. Father God, I love you. I come to you today in faith. Asking you to forgive my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for me. You shed your innocent blood for me. You took my place and all the punishment that I deserved. I believe you died and were buried and on the third day you rose from the dead. Death could not hold you. You have conquered Satan and taken the keys of hell and death away from him. I believe you did all of this for me because you love me. I want to be a Christian. I want to serve you all the days of my life. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have promised me. I receive you now, Jesus, and I give myself to you. Take me just the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything I need to know. Now I believe that I am saved and I have been born again and I will go to heaven when I die. Father God, I am going to enjoy my journey and live for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, please let me know so that I can rejoice with you and congratulate you on your wonderful journey with God. God bless you.